Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Well, hello, happy Friday. Uh, we made it. You made it. Uh, welcome back to Good Game. Nice try. I'm Sonia. That has not changed. Uh, and this is Aaron. Hey. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> Did I catch you off guard? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, sure. Yeah. No, it's it's good to be here. Good to see you. Happy Friday. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I'm a little distracted. I'm going to be honest. Hmm. Right, what's going on? You know I love Nickelodeon news. I'm into you it. You can't stop talking about it. We always cut it out of the podcast, but I'm just gushing about Nickelodeon. And there is some big news that dropped that I feel like our listeners should be aware of. Sonia, you probably already know what it is. Do you want to let everybody know why I'm so distracted and excited today? Uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl was announced, and it's going to be coming out later for the Xbox One, Series X, PS4, PS5, Switch, PC, all of it. I, that's it. That's all I've wanted. That's crazy. That's a childhood dream. I lo- I grew up watching so much Nickelodeon, as I, I know that you have as well. Um, you have not stopped talking about it, and uh, and I grew up playing Smash. So I, it's just it's a dream combination. You know who else loves Nickelodeon? It was very excited about this news. Our producer Jen Samples. Let's get her in here. Jen, what do you think about this news? That about this. Nickelodeon Smash Bros. I am so excited. And as soon as Sonya mentioned something about it, I immediately thought of all the characters (laughs) I want to play as. And I immediately made a list that was unprompted. No one asked me to do it. No one asked me either. We both immediately started typing out our dream team. And I want to know your top five. Okay. I have them. Okay. I'll go five to one. Oh, yeah. So I I also, I'm so sorry, but I love how we. (laughs) We instantly got so serious about this. Like the brief mention of Nickelodeon and both Jen and I. I take it so seriously. I love it. I, I, it's like I've been waiting all my life for this. It's okay. so good. Okay, five to one. My number five is Porkchop, the dog from Doug. He's very sassy, very aggressive. I think he'd really do well on the team. Mm-hmm. What would Porkchop's strengths be as a Sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Sarcasm as a fighter? Okay. Emotional cuts. Yeah. And he's low to the ground, so he could just go for the knees. There we go. Um, Hard to defend. And then staying on the Doug train, number four would be Quail Man. Because uh, you have to have a superhero. That's good. Yeah. Classic. I agree. Classic. And then number three would be Alex Mack, because I feel like her defense could just be to turn into the goo. <laughs> Perfect. Right? Incredible. Like, T- like the evil T-1000, like Terminator 2. Just- yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
beautiful. Totally. And number two would be Rocco, obviously, from Rocco's Modern Life. Love it. Classic. And then number one would be Olmec, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. That's so good. How? Yeah. How, how does that work? Like how? Like he what just are some roll, of the moves? He would just roll. Okay. okay. <laughs> just roll across the board. Sonia, what are yours? Oh man. Okay. I honestly, I'm looking at this word pad that I just like, I just frantically just, started. I frantically just hit a bunch of names on. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm, ju- I'm gonna pick and choose. But let's see. Uh, number five, I would put blue from Blue's Clues. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, I would love that. Uh, and then I do also, would I would love to keep on the Doug train. It was kind of a toss-up between Skeeter and Roger. That's tough. That's so tough. I'll take either or. I feel like Roger would be more fun from like a, I don't know. Because I'm more, more fun to play against because I just want to Ske- kick his ass. Yeah. Skeeter's just so gentle. He's so you sweet. Know? Um, <laughs> I would... <laughs> I would love uh, Fairly Odd Parents. I want Cosmo and Wanda. Oh, right. They would be great. Be so good. Uh, Carl from Jimmy Neutron. Mm. Obvious choice. Very, very obvious choice. And then I thought, why are we limiting ourselves to just the animated shows? Sure. Why can't we explore iCarly? Why can't we have Clarissa Explains It All? Yes. Why can't we have Keenan and Kel? Absolutely. Pete and Thank Pete. you. You know, they they tag in and out, you know, like it's like a double thing. I love that. The possibilities are endless. And then I feel like the settings for the fights, could, like there could be one on the aggro crag. Oh my God. From Guts. That's so like good. that's the perfect smash setting. Uh, they have like the whole setup where they would slime people. Like that's a whole level. Yes. Well, look, I, I high hopes for this game. I hope it lives up to expectations. I hope it lives I up to expectations. It has a lot to offer, and I think the news is exciting no matter what. I think it's very cool that Nickelodeon is even thinking in these terms mm-hmm. to to give their audience, which is us, uh, a cool game. Well, you know what really doesn't disappoint and what will definitely live up to your expectations? Our guest today. Oh, oh well look done. at that. Well look done. at applause, that. Applause noises. Applause Thanks. noises. Thanks. Uh, our guest today is not only a gamer... Not only a streamer, not only a YouTuber and comedian, but just a fantastic human being. You may know him from Unis Honest or his even bigger hit, Peen. If you haven't already, check him out at youtube.com slash crankgameplays. We are so excited that he got to join us today. And here is our interview with Ethan, a.k.a. Crank Gameplays. Hey. Hey. Hello. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks for joining us. I'm very excited. Very, very excited. I was listening to a podcast today. Um, actually, a podcast that you were on a little while ago, Healthy Gamer. Yeah. Uh, which your episode, by the way, I feel like I get bits and pieces from each episode. And uh-huh. I loved uh, I loved your episode, diving into imposter syndrome and everything else in between. Uh, it was beautiful, but he touched Thank on something that, that he said something along the lines of, you know, the bigger that you get as a creator, the more creatively constrained you can feel. And mm. I really feel like you're in the category of someone who completely just blows that out of the water. 
Oh, thanks. <laughs> Genuinely, with every like you've started your your channel and gameplay, and now you just do everything, Ethan. You're all over the place. Thanks. And it's it's amazing to see. It's inspiring. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you. That's such a nice thing for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't say if it wasn't true. I see you've got videos like reacting to TikToks, doing vlogs, you're playing you're still playing a lot of games. You still somehow find time to Twitch <laughs> and uh-huh. your skits and everything else in between. Like how how has that journey been? It's been a weird one. Yeah. It's I think that like it's a hard thing to get out of of oh, I am known for this one thing or whatever. And for a while it was just gaming stuff. But I think that if you're genuinely enjoying the stuff that you're making, then your audience will enjoy it because they can see that you're enjoying it. So they're going to have fun too. Um, And I realize that I'm saying that coming from a place of uh, privilege with like me already having an audience. Um, Well, you worked very hard. Thank you. That that didn't come overnight. That was very, you know. And I I think that advice holds true if you have an audience or not. I mean, people who are enjoying what they're doing are fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that, like, starting off growing, it it probably is a little bit harder just because a lot of people like to go for certain channels for certain things. So if you're doing kind of everything, then it might be a little bit harder. But I think that that does ring true of, like, if you are enjoying what you're doing, then other people will will see that. Um, Yeah, so... I'm coming up on my nine-year YouTube anniversary, and I'm at the point where I'm just like, I don't want to just, like, be doing the same stuff that I was doing when I started. And, like, I still have fun doing gaming stuff, but it's like, oh, I want to find different avenues uh, to explore and, and stuff like that. And it's all still on the same platform, but it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I don't have to just do gaming. I can go and do other things. It's about having fun. I think people... Especially like I feel, and Sonia, I don't know how you feel, but I fall into this trap of measuring my worth by how productive I am, how the productivity. Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't do, if I didn't make anything today, I feel like worthless. And I've been really fighting against that because being bored is important to the creative process. Like Sonia, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't you say, like, how, what do you think? Yeah, I feel like if you're constantly involved in something and you're constantly, um, I don't know, like trying to distract yourself or keeping yourself from being bored, your mind doesn't have that that moment to wander. Your mind doesn't have that moment to like brainstorm, you know, random shit that you could be doing or, or, you know, let yourself out of the box. I would absolutely agree. One of my favorite videos that I've ever made is a video called Peen. I don't even (laughs) know why I called it that. But I was like, ah, oh. it was like one o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I need a video for tomorrow. And so I just started like dancing in front of a green screen. And I was like, the whole reason behind it was, I was like, I need a quick video for tomorrow. And then I spent like 10 hours editing it because I was just like, this is so much fun. I just like put horses in the background <laughs> and like, it's still, it's like a weird video to watch. But for me, it's like one of the most this is weird to say, but like one of the most creatively fulfilling videos that I've ever made just because it was like, no, I just want to mess around and like do weird editing stuff. And it's a, it's a favorite for sure. But yeah, it was because I was bored and I was like, I don't know what to film today. And then I was like, I'm just gonna shit something out and see what happens. (laughs) And I love that too, because it's sometimes the videos that you don't expect to like, you're just like, honestly, fuck it at this point. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes those are the videos that do the best. Yeah. Like that people enjoy the best or like pop off or people, you know, 
really get involved mm-hmm. with. What are like some of your highlights outside of Peen? Peen is a classic, of course. A classic, um, of course. Um, yeah, there was a bunch of different stuff. There was a weird skit that I did where I called myself Doorman. This was at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was just stuck between a door and I gave like a five minute monologue <laughs> about what my life, my life has been like since my wife left me after I got stuck in this door and could never get out. I don't know. It's just all like, <laughs> if you can dream it, you can do it. It sounds very much like, like, have you seen I Think You Should Leave? Yes. Oh, yes. man. Oh my like, God, I love it. Watching, I think, the first season I Think You Should Leave, I felt seen. Yeah. Like, I feel like there, it's so weird and just, like, there's a lot of the sketches don't have endings, but, like, that's what I love about this world we find ourselves in. Speaking of of that, because um, I just watched it again uh, for the first time in a while the other day, I think that, like, with weird comedy where it's, like, I feel so seen by, by like, I think you should leave, where it's just so bizarre. Yeah. I think a movie that was so ahead of its time that has very similar humor is Hot Rod. I think mm-hmm. that that movie did not get the credit that it deserved back when it came out. But now looking at it, I'm like, this is such a funny movie. <laughs> like, it's yeah. so bizarre and so weird. It was so ahead of its time. But I love weird stuff like that where it's, like, Honestly, just like people doing goofy stuff on screen and it's like they're they're not really jokes that are like written, it seems like. It it seems like a lot of that in that movie might have been improv, but it's just like how do you write that kind of stuff? I feel like that's just like something that you throw out there and see if it sticks and it's so cool. It feels like <laughs> doorman three in the morning kind of exactly. stuff. Similar thing exactly. to what so do you, but do you actually like script anything at all ever? Or is it just kind of like, I'm going to throw it at the wall, see what happens. I don't know if, I don't know if I've ever had a scripted video ever. I think the only time I've ever done scripted stuff is if I have to do like an ad read or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but almost a hundred percent of it is, is improv. I did a lot of improv in high school. Um, and then after high school, I did like an improv tour thing in, in 2018 with, with some friends of mine. Um, but yeah, almost everything is all improv. I think that at least for me, because I'm in the process of, of writing a show. Um, I'm, this is, this is not me trying to plug this thing that I'm working on, <laughs> plug it, but plug it. like plug away. writing plug away. things, writing things and trying to be funny at least for me, is so hard where I I can, like, envision it happening on stage and I'm like, okay, the way that I'll act it out, I think it'll be funny. But writing jokes down is so awful for me. <laughs> it's so bad. Nothing ever seems funny on paper. I don't know if other people have that issue, but every time I look at the script, I'm like, wow, this, this is all so shitty. So is this for, I mean, I think I saw you tweeting about it recently. Was it, uh, I have to do this? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a, I'm doing a show that I have named, I have to do this show, um, <laughs> which is basically just me talking to like my friends who are in touring companies and stuff and being like, Hey, I want to do a tour for the past like three years. And then I always drop it because I'm just horrified of making something shitty. Um, and so I was talking to my buddy Justin, um, who is like the account exec at uh, Real Good Touring, who's the touring company that I'm going through. And he was like, hey, do you want to, do you actually want to do a show? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> and he was like, do you have any ideas yet? And I was like, 
no, I don't. I I don't really know what I want to do. And so we were at my house. We might have been drunk. I don't remember. Um, but he was like, I'm going to email X promoter or whatever, and I'm going to book us a venue right now. And I said, okay, just to like hold myself. This was like eight or nine months ago. But just to like hold myself accountable and be like, no going back now. So we booked a show that night. Like we hadn't announced it that night, obviously, but we booked a show that night and I had nothing. And when I announced the show, I had nothing. Um, And depending on who you ask, I still have nothing. Uh, (laughs) No, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I believe in you. I believe in you. Yeah. It'll be be great. It'll be great. If I'm having fun on stage, then I think then that's that's a good that's a good time so yeah that's i think that's, that's the it. key if you're if you're having a good time and you're enjoying the process and if you're feeling mm-hmm. the energy i feel you know mm-hmm. i feel like you're gonna do great uh, that's one thing is like being in the creative industry is like there's the weird thing of the product and like mm-hmm. the idea and it, and sometimes i feel like those things match up sometimes they're at odds but it really is this thing of like, how do you quantify a, a enjoyment of a thing? Oh, yeah. I got to four happy points. Like, how do you, <laughs> and that's why like, you know, oftentimes I've wanted like a HUD or something in my life to be like, I, you know, oh, I feel hungry, this much hungry. Oh, yeah. I need to eat that. Cause it would just be super helpful if I was just yeah. be like, I was nine happiness going on this walk <laughs> and I'm six happiness watching this show. I should go on a walk. You know, like yeah. it just makes you crazy in your brain. Yeah. Do you guys feel like that a lot of like, I like this sounds so weird and like arrogant to say, but like, do you ever wish you had a normal job? <laughs> no, a thousand percent. Even like as a content creator, when you're doing not only gameplay and Twitch and everything else, but when you're doing vlogs and when your life is the content and mm-hmm. we're, when you're trying to fulfill that, again, feeding the content machine, uh, there is no clocking in and clocking out. It's weird too. Like I will say, and I don't know how you guys feel, but kind of working in an industry with video games, video games are, were such a, a, a pure pleasure to me. And mm. now it's almost like it's, I get in my head about like, should I play this game or should I play this game? Because, oh, this is what's hot or I should play this so we can talk about it. Or do you guys, I, I'm not going to say it's ruined. My job is ruined video games. Yeah. But it certainly colors my enjoyment of video games. Do you guys feel that way at all? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely feel that. I haven't played a game for myself in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's definitely something that, like, I feel guilt about where I'm playing a game and I'm like, oh, man, maybe I should be recording this or maybe I should be streaming this. Um, and I very seldom play a game for myself, which is something that I've I've been wanting to do um more of like i did that a lot with uh, resident evil 8 which just came out i did stream a ton of it and uh, almost every time i played it i was doing it on stream but i did beat it six times um oh my God. and a couple of those times were not on stream so it's a step there we go it's a step it's a, st- it's it's a, a step, step. It's love a it step. <laughs> um i think it's also hard like sonia i don't know if you feel this but like 
because video games are such a big part of my job that sometimes it's hard, even if I want to play a game for myself, that I'm like, oh, I'd rather do something else that's not directly related to my job because even if I don't have the guilt of I shouldn't be recording this, sometimes it's like, ah, I just spent all day recording and playing games. Like, I kind of want to do something different. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I've picked up... This is crazy, guys. I've picked up a couple of hobbies. What? Wow. A what? <laughs> Insane. A hobby. What did you call it's it? This, it's this thing that you do for yourself. What? And you don't monetize it or or do it for other people. You just kind of do it for yourself because it makes you feel good. Never heard of her. It's insane. <laughs> insane. Uh, what? Incredible. What, what'd you get? What'd you pick up? Uh, I've been doing a lot of cooking recently. Ooh. Um, I really like it a lot. One, because it's like a thing that I can do with my hands. Mm -hmm. Two, because it's a thing that doesn't involve a screen, which is like the yep. rest of my life. And I can just like kind of unplug and I can like put on a podcast or some music. Um, and I just like, I'm in the kitchen making a thing. And then the best thing about it is that you get, depending on what you're making, immediate validation because you, you do the thing, you do the activity. And then you're like, oh, I get to eat the thing now. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And then you get a skill. Right? Yeah. You get something you're like, you I go. could do this again. Mm-hmm. I did a, uh, I made, so I do this thing called dinner in a video game where it'll be a bad mm -hmm. pun and a meal. So I've been playing this oh, game yeah. called Say No More, which is about healthy boundaries and actually really fun. Huh. So I did souffle no more and I made my uh, first souffle. Ooh, how that. did that go? Well, here's the thing. Here's what I learned. <laughs> here's what I learned. What I learned is it's all about beating the egg whites. And I didn't really have a mix. I had a whisk. So I'm like a mega whisk. I taped a bunch of whisks mm -hmm. together. It's a long story. But so I'm using okay. like a, a whisk. <laughs> and that determines how high your souffle goes. Oh, how, just, much, how much air I, is in there. I have to ask more about the mega whisk. We really glossed it's, over that. It's five whisks. <laughs> I, you know, I've got it. Does it make it more powerful? Yeah, I'm not seeing the benefit of the mega whisk. I get like the surface area. There's here it is more right to... here. What? It's not, it, it's kind of harder to use <laughs> than a regular whisk. So <laughs> what's the benefit? Is that a two-handed weapon? How do you? Yeah, why don't you just buy a hand mixer? Well, see, that's a good idea. My Vons didn't have one, so I'm just gonna have to go buy one, so. Uh, but anyway, but point huh. being, anyway. the cooking thing, it is a good skill to learn, but it, it's fascinating yeah. to actually learn how it all fits together, which is like, Weird because I kind of feel like in a certain way, and I I don't want to ruin your love of cooking. Mm. It is kind of like a video game because yeah. you do have to do things in a certain way. Uh huh. It's like the you original cooking is like the original video game in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a great skill to have though. Yeah. It's oh also it's also um very impressive to people sometimes. So if you're people people listening, if you're trying to go on a date, let me just tell you. <laughs> that making making dinner for somebody can be really impressive. Yeah. So just saying. I also say I think doing maybe trying the meal beforehand is key. Mm. Because, a test run. Yeah, because I uh, tried to woo a, a girl by making Jimmy Dean sausage balls for the first time. And I made I too many- Interesting choice. Well, I had a very bold I, choice. I, I liked them. I mean, they were like, <laughs> but I didn't really know how to do it. And I made like, I ended up making like 80 sausage balls. That was, that was one of those, that was one of those things where it's like, 
You just said a sentence that has <laughs> never been said ever before. It's a beautiful no one's moment. ever said that. <laughs> you are the first person to ever say, I tried to woo a woman by making Jimmy Dean sausage balls. <laughs> and you gave her the, probably the best first date I could ever imagine. We ended up dating for four years. Whoa. It was great. There you go. Hey. It was, thank you, Jimmy Dean sausage thank balls. Thank you, Jimmy Dean. Thank you, Jimmy Dean. Wow. <laughs> Imagine bold, naturally aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger, eating handfuls of thick-cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag, taking a bite out of an irresistibly bold block of extra-sharp cheddar cheese. We know you want to get back to streaming, but wasn't it nice to daydream about cheese for a bit? Tillamook cheddar. Extraordinary dairy. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You did a great thing. You started making a videos uh, that for an entire year, you mm-hmm. started very mm. small and it became this giant thing. Explain to people what that was and how it came about. Yeah, so I, I did a thing uh, with my friend Mark or Markiplier on the internet, a very small, unknown creator. Who? Um, you made yeah, him, no. you made him some sausage balls and then here's, <laughs> I and then did. it started. We did make some sausage Aww. together for, a, for a video. Well, there we um, go. Yeah, no. So we had a channel called Unis Honest that was just the whole thing. So Unis Honest is one year in Latin. Um, we made videos every single day for a year and then every video started with a timer Um, and ended with a timer of how much time was left. We started on November 15th, 2019. And then on the, a year later, we deleted it. We deleted everything. We deleted all of the videos and the entire channel itself. Jeez. Um, so here I have, I have questions. I have questions for you. Yeah. First of all, I love this. I love this idea. I love that you you guys did it. So cool. Mm -hmm. When you're making, did you ever have a video you made and you were like, oh my God, we we have to delete this eventually. Not really. The channel was originally not going to be as high effort as it was. Oh, okay. It was going to sort of be just like a random channel where we put out wherever we wanted. And it was going to be every day, but there was no real standard for it. Mm. So like we had videos that we had filmed that we actually scrapped because after the first week or so, we were like, okay, our standards are much higher now. This These videos aren't good enough. Um, so originally it was going to be just kind of like a bullshit channel where we put whatever up that we wanted. And so... At the start, when we had those videos of like, these are really good videos, we were like, well, they're going to be around for another year. So they got some time. And then near the end, when it was like, okay, like we have a week left. This is going to be up for a week and then it's going to be deleted. At that point, we we were so far into it 
and so much about the whole message of the channel that that wasn't even like a thought process. Whoa. Um, yeah, it was just like, no, this is part of it. And that's why it's special. Like, if anything, it made the videos more special and cool. like, in a sense, better than, than if they were to just stay up forever. And that, that was the thing, and we, we talked about that a lot, of like, a lot of people really enjoyed Unisonis, and they enjoyed the videos. Um, and we did make some really good videos, but like, the reason that the videos themselves were good, I think, in my eyes, and why everything was special was because it was gonna be deleted. Like, mm -hmm. there were a lot of videos that were, like, pretty shitty videos, and, like, <laughs> videos that Mark and I were like, yeah, it's fine, whatever, and they went up, um, but, like, the channel was special because it was being deleted. Like, the channel wasn't special because the videos themselves were special. And I love, again, like, <clears throat> I think you hit it, hit the nail on the head, it being gone after a year is kind of what makes it great. Like life, mm -hmm. you know, is, isn't beautiful because it goes on forever. Like the kite doesn't work without the string. You need yeah. an end for things to actually mm -hmm. mean something. And so, yeah, that's super yeah. cool. I think that, that Mark put it best. Um, I cannot remember because I remember it, it may have happened multiple times actually, but I remember being there once when somebody asked like, wh why are you going to delete everything after it's gone? It doesn't make sense. Like you guys are crazy. Um, and especially like from a business standpoint. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense, I guess, from a business standpoint. Um, and Mark said it perfectly. All he replied with was it'll make sense when it's over. And it Aww. did. It did. It like, it's one of the most proud, it's probably the most proud I've ever been to be a part of a project was when it was over and when the final stream was happening, there was like 1.5 million people watching the stream. And it was people who had watched from the beginning. It was people who had never watched before. It was a ton of people in the community of like the community of the fan base that we had built up, but also the YouTube community. Like everybody was watching the final moments of this channel, whether the, whether or not they had watched the videos before. And it was like, oh yeah, he was right. Like it wow. makes sense now yeah. that it's ending because it's like, this is the last, the last shot. And like, there was a big thing of of people saying, well, you know, despite you discouraging people from re-uploading, like, people are still going to re-upload the videos. And we were like, yeah, but that's not the point. Like, <laughs> the point is, if you watch the videos, whatever. Again, the videos aren't special on their own. The videos are special because they all got deleted. And if you get, if they get re-uploaded and then you watch them later, it's like, okay, yeah, you saw the video, but you weren't a part of the experience. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, the classic, you know, the, the sum is bigger than the parts kind of a mm -hmm. situation, which is, yeah, incredibly cool. Well, I hate to say it, but we're almost out of time. No! I know! Time flies, you're having fun. Uh, and look, I, I mean, we like to end every interview with asking our, our guest, they're the game they hate the most, the game they love the most. Uh, and you know, it could be for any reason. This is not a, a judgment Ooh. on the game or the quality. It's your personal experience. Let's start with a game that drives you insane and then we'll end on a positive note. That's such a hard, I don't know if I've been asked that <laughs> question before. 
Because people always ask me, like, what's your favorite game? Right. And I have a few different answers, but nobody really asks what's your least favorite game. Mm. That's a really tough one. Uh, Is there one you have, like, a personal vendetta? Get You're like, I was stuck on it for so long. Or Yeah, for me, it's like, man, I've said this mm. before, but Robin Hood for the Commodore 64, there was this <laughs> asshole who shot a flaming arrow, killed me every fucking time. <laughs> And to load the game up, you had to load a, a dude, a cassette tape player. So between oh. games, it took 45 minutes to get three lives. And then oh. Flaming Arrow guy, and I would just, in my parents' basement, scream to the heavens. And then credits would roll, and then, you know. Um, Man, there are some games that are, like, in my mind where I'm like, this is such a tough game, and it's so aggravating to play. I think that holds true even though i do love them like the crash games the crash bandicoot games are really hard and they're mm. really infuriating sometimes. <laughs> um i think also for a slightly different reason this is both my least favorite and my favorite game oh um depends who i'm playing against um super smash bros <sighs> i played a ton with my brother growing up still to this day even though i play video games for a living I think it's like a weird respect thing how they say like you can't beat your father in arm wrestling because of like the father-son dynamic and the like bullshit like that. I think the same thing happens with me and my brother where I just can't beat him. <laughs> I play video games for a living, but I still can't beat my fucking brother at Super Smash Bros. <laughs> and it's so annoying. It's so annoying. <laughs> Um, Wait, which uh, like melee or N sixty four? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your choice? Who's your character? Uh, Fox. Okay. I really like Fox. All right. What does your brother play? Samus. Uh. So wait, is that then your? That's your. Then what's your favorite? What's the game um, that gives you the most, or has traditionally given you the most joy? My favorite game, I think. This is such a weird choice, and people are always like, "Is that really your choice?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I think it is." Um, Skate 3 oh, hell yeah. is a game okay. that I have put more hours into than any other game ever. The replayability of that game is insane. Uh, I can't wait for, I'm I'm assuming Skate 4. Um, I don't know what they're calling it yet, but I that was always just a game that I would like play when I was rendering out a video or if it's like, oh, I have 20 minutes before I have to go to work or wherever. I'm just going to pop Skate 3 on and, and do some stuff. It was just such a chill, like, relaxing game for me. It was never... I was, like, almost never frustrated in that game. It was just good vibes. Aww. Just going around, doing some pop shovies, doing some kickflips. Hell yeah. Super fun. That's a, I love that that's game. That's a good contender, for, right? Mm -hmm. Just good vibes. Yeah. Just good vibes. What about you guys? Oh, gosh. The Robin Hood is a is a real, a real thing, thing for me. <laughs> also, Nin yeah. Ninja Gaiden for the same reason. I could never beat my father in that game. It was like yeah. games back in the day before there's just unlimited continues. And now we kind of see this again with Demon Souls and Bloodborne. It was like you just needed to get better. You need to power yeah. up yourself and just <laughs> yeah. get better. Uh, <laughs> power up your soul. It's like it's literally just like yeah, get good. Yeah, bro. get good. Um, I mean, you know, for me, Last of Us is is great. I, I'm a storyteller, so Red Dead Redemption's great. Uh, I love horror games. Alien Isolation was super fun, that stuff. Sonia, what about you? God, no more that I think about it. I feel like Mario Party is kind of my equivalent of your Smash Brothers, where, like, yeah. I would kick ass. Like, I love the mini games. I would do so good. But if I lost, it was fucking devastating. <laughs> That's a game just like the 
just like Mar uh, 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 Monopoly, mm-hmm. it'll end friendships. Mm-hmm. It'll end friendships. <laughs> and that's and it. And like you start playing with your best friend and your mortal enemies by the end of that game. <laughs> oh. It's so cutthroat. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's the same thing. I would always get the mini game star. So if anyone took that from me, that was, mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. Yep. No more friends. One of, one of my best friends and former roommates, uh, Catherine, whenever she plays, just like when we play board games, but whenever she plays Mario Party, she does not play for a good time. She <laughs> plays to win, and she does not care. She will kill your whole family if she has to. Like, she's the most cutthroat. It's it's unbelievable, and it's very fun, but also just like, wow, you really, you're really you going to pull these moves right now? And she's like, yeah, I want all the stars, baby. Well, Ethan, thank you. This is a delight and a thrill. Thank you so much for being here. And, and if you can get some soft boy merch right now Aww. grab it get all That's of it sweet, it's incredible dude. what's the what's the, is it just softboy dot with it or eat the what uh it's just crankgameplays.com there we go um crankgameplays.com thank you thank you guys so much for having me this was this was so fun of course thanks for joining out of all the episodes that we've done i think this one has probably made me the most hungry I can't, I can't <laughs> lie. Um, I'm just so happy that Ethan could join us today. That was great. So fun. Well, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with some more delightful video game talk. Be right back. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. And we're back. Now, here's the thing. I've been playing, Sonia, you know I, I play a lot of games. I'm just, I, I, it's crazy. I play a ton of games all the time. Mm-hmm. And I came across a game I really am excited to tell you about and our listeners. It's an indie game. And the game is called Say No More. So it says Say No More. It's Say No More. It's by uh, the game dev Studio Fizzbin. It's on the Switch. It's on PC. You can even get it on your Mac. And it's kind of like this Minecraftian looking game. And the whole idea is it's all about setting healthy boundaries. Love this. So cool. Love this. So did you just beat it? Did you just play through it? I am on the last boss. Oh, Uh, And I haven't beat it yet, but here's the game. The game is you are a worker at a company and you're doing, you're doing things for people. People just ask you, Hey, can you make the, make me a copy of this? Can you get me coffee? Can you do all these things? And you have to say no to them. That's the game. Are they disappointed? Are they upset? Are you disappointed? Are you upset? What happens? This was actually a hard game for me to play because I, as you know, in my real life, have a really hard time saying no to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but it teaches you, you. So what happens is you find this Walkman and you listen to this Walkman and there's this 
big, weird, like, think like 80s aerobic instructor guy. And he's like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to say no, and it's going to be great. And then he teaches you, you have all these different ways to say no to people. And you do things, and sometimes people don't want to accept your no, so you have to break them down with sarcastic laughter, sarcastic clapping, uh, nodding, pretending you're going to say yes, and then you hit him with a no. It's really... Combo move. Oh, there are combos. There are combos to set these healthy boundaries. And also with your friends, because then it's like your friend is like, hey, I'm having a hard time paying rent. Think you could cover me? And you have to be like... No. And then they're like, okay, cool. I'll find another way to do it. It's great. Uh, it's, did, did you find that you, you found a lot that you could take from it? I'm not, I, I'm not overstating. Like, I'm not, this is not an exaggeration when I say it has helped me out in my life. Awesome. And over the past week since I've been playing, I literally have been setting better boundaries because of this game. Yes. And by the way, can I just say... Setting boundaries like helps other people also. Like, do you mm-hmm. feel like in your life you have a hard time setting healthy boundaries with people? Oh, I, a thousand percent, a hundred, a hundred thousand percent. It is really hard to say no, especially. I mean, as a Canadian, I want to make everybody happy. Oh, I, I just, I want to be nice to everybody, and it's really. It is hard to think that I'm going to be in a position where I can disappoint someone. So, yes. and it's not even. It's not even knowing what to say half the time, but a lot of it is just even being aware that you are saying yes to so many things. Because I feel like I'll just get caught up. And then at the end of the day, I realize that my bandwidth is 85% taken up by things that I've just agreed to do for other people. And then I have no bandwidth for myself. Um, But yeah, just being aware in those situations of like, I can say no. Yes. And again, going back to what you said earlier of like, I love having games that you can take something from and they're outside of the box and it is something that you can take into real life. So that's incredible that you found gems that you can use over the last week. And to your point, one of the things that's been really mind blowing to me playing Say No More or Say No More is it's teaching me like, here's a great example. So part of the game, you get to a point in the game where you're saying no to a lot of things in in a good way. And then you in the game teach your friends how to say no to things. Uh So there's a point where you all go to eat at this food truck. And one of your friends is like, hey, can I get this with no onions? And the food comes out with onions. And the person goes, your friend in the game is like, oh, cool, I'll just eat it. And I'm like, oh my God, I totally do that. I totally do that. And Jen, our producer is nodding also. I totally just will if some, cause I don't want to like bother the waiter or like, oh, they brought it to me. I don't want to waste food, but I really don't want it with cheese on it or whatever. And I was like, oh my God. And so this game was like, yeah, you should say no. And then the person, the guy making the food was like, oh, absolutely. I want you to be happy and eat my food and enjoy it. And so it works out. It's mind blowing. A lot of times people just want you to be happy (laughs) and people just want you to enjoy their food and you to have a good experience. So, ah, yeah, it it is a balance. It's definitely a balance, but that's so good. It's really great. So Studio Fizbin, well done. Well done. The game is called Say No More and it's available on the Switch and uh, PC and uh, Mac. And yeah, it's, it's, it truly has. And also, by the way, the music is so fun. Oh Ooh, my God, I'm like dancing the, the whole game. It's it's like 80s 
It's it's like dance music, like eighties like like fitness boom, instructor. Day, boom, day, boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. It is. It's very eighties fitness instructor. That's so so good. it's it's really fun. It makes you feel good. It's a beautiful, bright game. A lot of colors. That writing is really funny. The action is insane. At one point, you say you have to charge up, and you say a no, and you like the person flies through like three marble columns, like Neo in the Matrix. It's really great. The <laughs> game is ridiculous. It's so fun. Oh um, my God. Highly, highly recommend. And it's made my brain better, which is always good. So. That's a good sign. And now I have a reason to dust off my Switch. So thank you. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this week. Of course, as always, if you have any questions, video game requests, or you'd want us to prescribe you, a video game prescription. Write in at Good Game Nice Try on Twitter or use the hashtag GGNT because those are our initials. Good Game Nice Try. Get what? it? Yeah, it's true. I know. I'm just learning that now. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and give us a review. Come on. Five stars in a review and we'll see you all next time. Thanks a lot. Love you so much. Good Game Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Liao. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Beckton, with engineering and sound design by Joe Tisdall. A talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. Special thanks to Sean Doherty, and music by John Danik. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.